Do you want to be free and fearless? Of course you do. This is a podcast for ambitious women who want to stop settling and start growing. I'm your host, Lydia, a blogger, course creator, and business owner. And I'm here to help you build a badass blogging business, create unlimited freedom and income, and be bold and unapologetic. Join me for weekly episodes on anything related to business and blogging, life design and financial independence, and personal growth and mindset. So let's push through our fears, align to our vision, and be the boss. Hey, and welcome to episode 19 of the Free and Fearless podcast. This one is dedicated to those who are about to start a blog and have probably been putting it off for a long time or those who've set up their site already but aren't sure what's next in order to grow it. I really want you to do things right with your first blog because it can turn into something so big that the rest of your life will never be the same again. To achieve financial freedom is to earn thousands of dollars with your blog and get to five figures a year and ultimately six figures. That's why I want to share some mistakes that can be avoided. Watch out for these and you're guaranteed to save yourself a ton of time and troubles. And before we begin, I have this awesome freebie I think you'll love called the 5-figure blog biz checklist. Inside you'll find all the elements and tools your blog needs to not just become a source of passive income, but allow you to quit your day job and be a full-time blogger. Grab it by clicking the link in the show notes or just going to letsreadsuccess.com slash checklist. And now, let's dive into the episode. The first mistake I want to share with you, and which is so common, is not choosing a niche that is in demand. Choosing your niche is one of the most important steps you will take, and that happens before you actually set up your blog. While it's best if you find what you're passionate about, that's not the only element which plays a role. You want to have a successful blog that makes money, and for that, you need a niche that's profitable. Regardless of how many other sites in the same industry you can find online, yours can still grow and become popular enough and be the foundation of your business. So please, don't choose a niche without doing a bit of research. If you know my story, you know I began with personal development because it's what I'm reading and writing about the most. But I wasn't making any money in the first years. The income became regular once I also covered business and finance. That doesn't mean I'll stop writing about productivity, spirituality, motivation, reaching goals in life, and building good habits. No, I just combine all this, and that's why Let's Read Success is a multi-niche blog. Some can also call it a lifestyle blog. That path will make it harder for you, so it's always best to pick a profitable niche from day one and start creating content around it. Because it's your blog we're talking about. You can always write about other things that interest you and share your story, but always find common grounds with the niche you're in. There must be a connection. In my case, it's progress and constant learning and creating a life by design. All the topics I create content about are related to personal, spiritual and business growth. Reaching success means constantly seeing progress with all areas of life. So I just happen to talk about all these aspects separately now. If you want to hear more about my early days, you can go back to the very first episode of the show where I share my whole story. And the next big mistake new bloggers make is starting with a WordPress.com site. That's something I did as well, as I had no idea what a self-hosted website meant at the time. 
it took me a lot of time and overthinking in order to finally take the plunge, get a hosting provider and install WordPress so I can have a blog I have full control over. If you aren't sure what all that means and how to actually start a blog, I've created a free step-by-step -step guide with screenshots and all you need to know to get your blog started in as little as 20 minutes. You can find the link in the show notes. The next mistake is going for a cheaper web host. Choosing your hosting provider is also one of the first and most important steps of setting up a blog. And let me tell you this, I did go with a cheap one first, as it seemed to be the most popular option, all influencers and bloggers I followed were recommending it, although their blogs weren't hosted on it anymore. Turns out, their marketing department works hard but not as hard as their customer service. I've had too many unpleasant and long chats with the staff over the years when my site was down, which is the worst that can happen when you're a blogger. And they had no explanation for it. They were just in a rush to get to the next client's question. They had a good affiliate program and that's why almost anyone you see online is recommending them as the best option for a web host. One of the reasons is that they also power millions of websites and that it's affordable. But at what cost? Eventually, I had to upgrade so the bandwidth and other features could be enough as Let's Read success was growing and at some point, I was paying close to $500 a year while receiving the same awful customer service. For a hosting company, the support team is one of the most important things you need to consider. As anything technical that happens with your blog should be a question they answer right away. Later, I did my research asked around and chose another company, WPX Hosting. I now pay around $250 per year. They moved my site from the servers of my previous web host to theirs at no cost and without any downtime. The support is the friendliest and most reliable team I've ever worked with and their professional services are created for WordPress bloggers who want optimized hosting. No need to say anything else other than I wish I had done that earlier. My site now performs better and I sleep peacefully at night knowing it won't be down. There are other good companies like WPX Hosting of course, but that's the one I'm sticking with for sure even when my site grows more. If you're just starting out though, you don't need that yet. That's why in all my guides and courses I recommend SiteGround and I share steps on how to get started with them. They are also one of the best companies in the industry, powering millions of websites but more affordable and easier if you're new and your blog won't have too much traffic anytime soon. I'll add links to both of these companies in the show notes as well. Now here's another common blogging mistake related to content creation this time. Not adding internal links. Many bloggers don't pay attention to internal links in the beginning and then realize what part in SEO and engaging the reader they play and so they need to go and update old blog posts by linking internally. Save yourself that trouble. You will add new internal links in old posts anyways, but at least make sure that any blog post you publish has a few of these the moment it's live. And if you don't know what these are, well, internal links are links pointing from one page to another on the same website. The same goes for external linking, although the reasons for that are different. These are the links pointing to other domains. Google won't take your blog seriously if you only link to your own pages. And readers trust you more if you constantly link to quality resources on other sites that are relevant to the topic they are reading about. So don't be afraid to add a few external links to top sites only 
in every blog post. The next mistake is not publishing content consistently. Sticking to a publishing schedule is hard when you're just starting out. But if you don't have that, you might end up posting 30 blog posts in a short time just to realize you can't keep up. Or leave the blog behind for a month, then publish two articles in a week and disappear for a few again. That confuses your readers and definitely doesn't build trust. Quality is over quantity, of course, but still, you need to show your audience and search engines that your blog has fresh and new content on a consistent basis. Publish your first 10 blog posts and you will know enough about your abilities, how long it takes you to create a piece, optimize, format and edit it, write the content and put it into your WordPress dashboard. You will know your writing style and that will help you set goals for when to write pieces, when to publish and share them, and when to plan new topics. If you want more tips on content creation, you can listen to episode 14 of the podcast called Six Steps to Building a Content-Driven Business. I'll link to it in the show notes. Mistake number seven is giving up after not seeing any traffic for a few weeks. Here's the deal. That might be a few months too. And you might not have much traffic in one year either. It happens. There's a lot that goes into blogging and because most people just want quick results, they tend to give up after a few weeks or months. But search engines need time to rank your articles. You need time to get readers, to have some presence on social media, build an email list and so much more. Once you have the audience, you can only grow from there. I know it can be discouraging when it feels like no one is reading your blog, but the difference between those who become full-time bloggers and those who don't is that the former keep going. Traffic and income are inevitable if you keep trying different strategies, publishing content, providing value and building a name for yourself in your niche. Another mistake is not testing different monetization methods. There's a lot of fear and doubt involved in selling or promoting anything or even adding ads on your blog. That's why most people don't do it in the first or even second year of blogging, but you're missing out. You can start placing affiliate links in your blog posts now. You can create a small digital product and add it to your menu so people who are interested in diving deeper into what you teach can have something to buy from you. The possibilities are endless but it takes courage to put yourself out there and charge for the value you provide. If one thing doesn't bring you any income, it doesn't mean you failed. It just means you didn't do something right or it's not a good fit for your niche or audience or the kind of person you are. So then you can try different ways to monetize your platform. Here's another big mistake. Only publishing content without promoting it. While some bloggers struggle with coming up with new topics to cover, Others have many ideas and want to turn them all into articles. So you might end up putting content out there daily or a few times a week, but not doing anything once the post is live. If it's optimized well, it can start ranking at some point and bring you traffic for years to come. But you're missing out on many opportunities for traffic, engagement and list building if you don't take the necessary steps to promote your content. Some things you can do right away include sharing it on social media and with your email list, but also adding future shares and mentions of this piece in your calendar for the next weeks and even in three months. Many people won't hear about your new blog posts right now, and those who join your audience soon might really benefit from it but won't even know it exists. That's why it's important to keep sharing old content, assuming it's evergreen. 
And if you're afraid you annoy people, just make sure you share a different quote from it or make a new interesting point every time you talk about the article. Another thing new bloggers might be doing wrong is having too many design elements on a single page. Whether it's your homepage, your about page or any other one, too many things on it can only distract the reader, make your site slower and ruin the user experience. Less is better when it comes to design. Don't forget that your content is the most important aspect of your blog. It's what helps people, engages them and can eventually turn them into email subscribers, course students, coaching clients or anything else you offer. So make it as easy for them as possible to navigate through your blog, sign up for your email list, find other related articles, share your content and so on. Which brings me to the next point. Not giving readers a chance to share your posts. This is usually as simple as adding social share buttons to your blog and for a WordPress site, that happens thanks to installing a plugin. But to take it a step further, encourage readers to do it at the end of each article. Ask them to leave a comment. Tell them to share their biggest breakthrough. Take a screenshot and tag you on Instagram stories, for example, which is what I do at the end of every podcast episode. The next thing I consider a common mistake is not sharing your story on your blog. I've stumbled upon good blogs with a lot of content, a clear niche and message, which were optimized and monetized well. But when I head to the About tab in the menu, I see no picture, no story and no name, just basic stuff. Or just one picture in a short paragraph. And I did that too in the beginning. I didn't want to put myself out there. I wasn't even using my whole name. I had only one picture and it was low quality. And I was basically hiding. But that doesn't build trust. Behind every blog, there's the person who created it. And who is passionate about helping others with their content. You're the main element of your brand. And if you want to turn that into a real business, show your face. Make yourself more accessible to people and share your whole story on your about page, in articles and on social media. That's what your readers will relate to. They want to know why you are the one to listen to when there's so many other similar blogs out there. So tell them what inspired you to create a blog, what your background is, what your next goals are, who you are helping and how, what you're passionate about and what you're offering. This brings clarity, builds trust and can grow your personal brand. Next, watch out not to make your content all about you. You're in the transformation business. You're helping people, solving problems with your content, whatever your niche is. So don't fall into the trap of deciding what topic to cover next solely based on what you want. It's about what your audience needs, even if they don't know what they need. So listen to them, ask them, get feedback on your existing content, see which articles perform best. Find out what other bloggers in your niche are doing and study their content, see what their audience loves the most and why. Every article on your site should educate or inspire or solve a problem or all of these. Are you constantly monitoring your blog stats? If so, this is another thing that can distract you from your real tasks as a blogger. This can become obsessive behavior, checking your numbers literally a few times per hour. That can be your stats in Google Analytics which you should connect to your blog by the way if you want to have enough information about what's going on with your site. It can be ad revenue, link clicks, new subscribers, sales, comments, social media followers, emails or else. Whatever it is, it can wait. Set some limits by checking these only once a day or even once a week. 
you can do sort of a weekly review every weekend, see how your book performed, track the main metrics and analyze them so you can make decisions based on that information and set goals for the new week. But other than that, your day-to-day activities are related to content creation and distribution, traffic growth, blog optimization, monetization, email marketing, and learning more through different programs, podcasts, or else. I'm sure that if I try to think of more possible blogging mistakes, I can write a list of a hundred. But these were the ones that stood out from what I've seen online and from my own experience. So make sure you avoid them. Let me know which ones you've made or which ones this episode will help you avoid now. Tag me at Let's Read Success on Instagram and let me know. That free checklist I mentioned in the beginning can really help you see all that goes into growing a blog and turning it into a business. So make sure you grab it by visiting letsreadsuccess.com slash checklist or clicking the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in today and I'll see you next time.